Hello world, my name is Bryce and I am really nice. Welcome to the Standout Student Motivational Podcast and today I'm going to be speaking to you with Professor of Psychology, Dr. James G. Murphy on how to be a standout student. Whether you're an undergraduate, a struggling sophomore, or a parent who is ready to transition their child into college, you are going to enjoy this 10-minute podcast where Dr. James Murphy is going to teach you what it takes to be a standout student. Let's get started. Dr. Murphy, we are excited to host you today. And please start off by telling us your title and what you do. So I'm a professor of psychology uh, at the University of Memphis. And what I do is I teach um, primarily graduate students, uh, PhD students who are pursuing a degree in clinical psychology, which is my um, uh, area of expertise. And I also do uh, a lot of research in the area of health behavior and addiction. Specifically, I work with young adults and try to learn more about risk factors for the development and progression of alcohol and drug misuse among young adults, which ones will mature out of uh, drinking and drug use, which is, is what most young adults do as they get into their later 20s, versus others for whom uh, young adult alcohol and drug use becomes more of a chronic problem. And I also develop brief motivational intervention approaches to try to encourage positive changes in alcohol and drug use uh, among those young adults. Uh, as part of our research studies, we have mm -hmm. um, a couple of studies going on that require a lot of assistance. And so we have undergrads working in the lab, helping us with our, uh, our grant-funded research studies. So if you had some advice to an incoming freshman, what are some things that a student can do to make them stand out in large crowds. Take the intro to psychology class, for example. There's a large auditorium with lots of people. How can a student make themselves stand out from the rest? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think one of the things that makes people stand out um, is developing a relationship with either a professor or even the graduate TA um, and developing those relationships. So sitting in, in, first of all, going to class on a regular basis, um, trying to participate thoughtfully in class. So not just talking to be heard, but really doing the reading, thinking critically about what's being discussed and really trying to make contributions, right? Um, talking to professors after class, going to office hours, um, and making that one-on-one -on -one connection and then using that as an entree to get involved in a professor's research lab, right? So there's lots of opportunities for undergraduates to help with research and that is really the best way to learn outside the classroom and to get to know professors. So that would be one thing. Another thing is to, um, to really organize your time well and 
constantly remind yourself of your goals and why you're here and what you want. And there's going to be a lot of temptations to do other things, right? Mm -hmm. To uh, surf the internet, to sleep late, to hang out, right? But if you really think deeply about why you're here and what you want and how these, you know, four or five years or for some people, three years here at the U of M can set you up for, you know, 50 years of doing the sort of work that makes you satisfied mm -hmm. and that helps other people and that provides a good life for you and your family. So these years really matter. And when you think about it that way, those distractions and those, should I go to class? Should I not go to class? Should I read? Should I not read? Should I go to the office hours and, and take this, the risk of meeting the professor or not? When you think about what's riding on that, right? Mm -hmm. Meaning your future for the next, you know, 30 or 40 or 50 years, I think it makes those decisions a little bit easier to make. That's great advice. So you say that it's important to make a relationship with your professors, the TA, and manage your time well. I feel like there's an unwritten rule that students want to collaborate and do well together. Would you say it's important that the student initiates working together with their classmates? Or do you feel like the professors should take some initiative to help students work together? Or is it even important for students to work together? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think um, people have different styles. I think uh, many students might work well independently. Many students would work well in groups. But I think generally thinking about college and thinking about life, um, having good social relationships is crucial, not just for getting ahead in college and in your career, but you know, being able to get along with people, being able to push yourself outside of your comfort zone and being able to get along with people that might be different than you or might be different from the people that you went to high school with or might have different views than you or might be smarter than you or not as smart as you or what, different in any way, I think there's real value in that. Because when you're in the real world in, in many job settings, you're going to be working with a whole variety of people. And so I think thinking about working with others well, that's an important skill set to develop as well. So I think to answer your question, I think if the professor doesn't encourage it, I think it's a good, it's, it would be good for students to try to find ways to do that. That's awesome. Dr. Murphy, if you had to give your 20 year old self some advice, what would you be telling yourself? So I think it's important, what I would have um, told myself when I was 20 was to, um, to really think about what I wanted from life and to really make a very detailed plan of what that would involve and to try to have that orient what I do every day and every week um, and to think about why I wanted to do that, right? So I had some sense that I wanted to be a psychologist by the time I was about 20, you know, maybe a sophomore, junior in college. Um, and once I figured that out, that gave me a tremendous amount of focus that I didn't have before that, 
that I was just sort of, as a student, very, very average uh, at best. But once I really figured out what I wanted and why, it became much easier to become a good student. And then it was just a matter of developing skills, figuring out how to study, where to study. Um, so I think doing a self-inventory of, of your goals and what's important to you. I also have found later in life more of a love for, for fitness and for exercise. And I, I, I had that a little bit at age 20, but I think if I could go back, I would have uh, emphasized that even more because I think that goes hand in hand with learning. Uh, we learn better when we're physically active, uh, when we eat well. Uh, I eat much better now than I did when I was 20, and I, I know I would have felt a lot better if I ate better then. Um, so I think th that, and then, you know, also the third, I think, crucial thing is connecting well with others and with your family and, and recognizing that humans are social animals, right? Meaning social connections are, in, are inherently important for our well-being, and so uh, having that be a daily priority as well. Um, and so that is, I'm Dr. Murphy, and that is my advice, and uh, I, I want to encourage everybody listening to uh, chase your dreams every day. Awesome. To all listening, I hope that was extremely helpful, and I want to leave you with this thought. If we start implementing the actions that successful people are doing now when we are 20 years old, for the future generation, imagine what we can accomplish. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have an amazing day.